Hello, everyone, and welcome to the official Selpit podcast, where we aim to help you, our test takers, get the best possible scores you can, and where we help support newcomers building a life in Canada. My name is CJ, and along with my co-host, Chris, we talk to a variety of guests from test takers, language teachers, and test raters, to employment counselors and immigration consultants, just to name a few. We also bring our in-house staff on the show to get their perspectives. And they're the people in the company that work behind the scenes to make the self test available to you. Hey, Chris, what's new with you? Well, I was just watching this video on YouTube about interesting Canadian facts on this travel channel that I subscribe to. And... Oh, hey, actually, hold that thought. That actually reminds me to remind our listeners to subscribe to this podcast so they will be notified when a new episode is available. Oh, right. And for those of you listening on your Apple podcast app, we encourage you to leave a rating and let us know how we're doing. Okay. So sorry about that. Back to what you were talking about. Something about interesting Canadian facts. Yeah, it was about the Rideau Canal. Oh, I'm from Ottawa. So that's a subject I know pretty well. Oh, really? Well, I'm going to test your knowledge in that case. Do you know how long it is? Uh, it's pretty long, I guess. There's at least 10 kilometers or so running through Ottawa, as I recall. It's actually 202 kilometers long, stretching all the way from Ottawa to Kingston in the province of Ontario. But yeah, the most famous bit is the 7 kilometers in Ottawa, which in winter is frozen and cleared for ice skating. Oh, wow, I didn't know it was that long, actually. And it definitely feels like more than seven kilometers when you're skating it. Um, So many memories on the canal and drinking hot chocolate and eating beaver tails in the freezing cold. Um, And don't worry to our listeners, no beavers are harmed. It's just a pastry in the shape of the tail of a beaver. (laughs) Oh, and... Yeah, actually, I just remembered that we both uh, lived in Ottawa's youngsters, so that makes sense that you'd have those same memories that I have. Yeah, good times. Um, Ottawa's definitely a little bit too cold for me now. Um, So I didn't know exactly how long the canal is, but here's a random trivia question for you, Captain Canada, apparently. Um, Canada's national anthem, O Canada, was composed in 1880. But what year did this song officially become the national anthem? Uh, well, that, that's easy. Um, I mean, it's... Um, mm... Okay, okay. I'll give you some clues. 1956, 1967, 1980, and 1945. Ah, it's got to be old. So I'm going to say 1945? Nope. Sorry. Even though the first English translation dates back to 1908, it didn't get royal assent until 1980. No way. I had no idea. Okay, I feel like our listeners need to know something about us and the whole team we work with. We are obsessed with trivia. Yeah, that's very true. And so it wasn't surprising that as part of our YouTube series called Selflip Live, we did a whole episode dedicated to trivia questions about Canadian provinces. Yeah, that was a really popular episode and a super fun one. Yeah, right? Trivia is fun. And it's also a great way to learn about Canada and build your vocabulary in an enjoyable way. Improving your English does not need to be a chore. That's right. That's what we like to try and do here. Make English learning fun. 
Uh, and trivia can give our learners a great opportunity to learn about the geography and culture of the country, which could come in useful for life in Canada in general. Mm. But don't worry, listeners, you do not have to study the history or geography of Canada to prepare for CELPIP. That's exactly right. You can all be reassured that you'll never be asked these kinds of questions in the actual test. There's no pre-knowledge required. This is just a fun way to expand your general knowledge base and build your vocabulary. So are you going to introduce the clip so we can get started? Hold on. Before we get into the Selpip Live episode, it just so happens that I've got a few more trivia questions to ask you, and the listeners can also begin to check their own knowledge of Canada. Oh, I see. Okay. Challenge accepted. And since we did say last week that this episode was about trivia, I've also prepared a trivia question for you. But you go first. Fantastic. Okay, here is your next question. Canadians are known for their love of sport. Which two of the following sports are officially recognized as the national sports of Canada? Lacrosse, curling, basketball, hockey, and cross-country skiing. Okay, I'm going to take a beat and let our listeners just think on it for a second. But I think I know this one. Hockey is definitely one of them. But I'm not entirely sure on the second one. I think it might be skiing? We've got a lot of mountains and snow and... Mm. Yeah, you were right with hockey, but the other is actually lacrosse. They were both officially recognized in 1994, with hockey being the official winter sport and lacrosse the official summer sport. Of course. Now that you say that, of course, I knew that. Um, lacrosse is such a fast pace and like wild sport to watch, too. Oh, totally. I get tired just watching them. And, fun fact, it's also one of the oldest sports around. It was actually originally played by First Nations people, stretching back, like, I think 500 years? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so here's another trivia question for you about Canada. So as the world's second largest country by land, Canada crosses a number of international time zones. How many time zones does Canada cover? Two... Four, six, or eight? Hmm. Canada is a huge country, so I'm going to go for six? Ding, ding, ding. That's correct. Uh, really good job. So Canada covers six time zones. So working backwards, it's like Pacific, Mountain, Central, Eastern, Atlantic. And this is the one people don't always get is Newfoundland. And Newfoundland's time zone is only like 30 minutes so it's the only time zone in canada that has a half hour time change rather than a full hour wow bet that half hour difference must get confusing when you cross the province lines yeah i'm sure it does do you have any other trivia questions for me just one more for now canada is known for exporting natural resources and goods around the world however close to 80 percent of the world's supply of this product comes solely from canada can you guess what it is? Coal, maple syrup, oil, or lumber? Okay, this has to be maple syrup. Correct, yes. Canada accounts for the majority of the maple syrup in the world with over 14 million gallons produced in 2020 alone. That tracks. I feel like I use uh, more than my fair share of those 14 million gallons. Um, I use maple syrup on more than just like delicious pancakes, but my friends all over the world think I'm like very Canada, 
when we have our Zoom coffee meetups because I actually put maple syrup in my coffee instead of regular sugar. And also using it to sweeten cocktails. Plus, it's also amazing on savory foods like fried chicken. Oh yes, chicken and waffles is one of my favorite dishes. Such a great flavor combination. Absolutely, but this was my fault. Let's please stop talking about food before I get really hungry. Um... Huh, deal. Um, now, this seems like the perfect time to hear an excerpt from another popular Celtic Live episode. As mentioned, this one is all about exploring Canada's provinces and territories, and it's a great opportunity for our listeners to learn some new facts about Canada. Enjoy. So, in today's episode, we're exploring Canada's three most popular provinces Ontario, British Columbia, and Alberta. As an immigrant myself, I based my decision of moving to BC on certain things like the weather, um, obviously, but also things like landscapes, greenery, hiking spots, etc. So we created this show to help make your decision a little bit easier as well. And if you like this episode, let us know and we can talk about other provinces in the following episodes. Um, today we have invited Ian, who is from Ontario, and Neil, who is from Alberta, to join us for a trivia game today about Canadian provinces. If you're wondering who's going to talk about BC, don't worry, both Ian and Neil have been in BC for a while now, and even if he wasn't, Neil would probably know the answer anyway. Okay, let's start our show. So, um, like I said, we have two guests, uh, Ian and Neil. Nice to meet you both. Ian, how are you doing? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me back on the show as well, Dee. This is true. Uh, Ian has joined us for fun episodes in the past. If you want to check that out, I will link it in the live chat. Welcome, Ian. And Neil as well, how are you doing? We're doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me back again. Of course. Um, You all already know uh, Neil here. So I'm going to start the show now. Um, We don't have many rules for this game. The person who answers first or lifts up an object first wins. And if you guys answer together, then we will have a tiebreaker question that may or may not be related to our topic today. So let's hope that doesn't happen. And if you do have the stage, I would love for you if you could share a few things that you personally know and love about Ontario, BC, and Alberta that our viewers might find helpful. Helpful. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yes. I'm just going to move here. Okay, perfect. So, first question. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to make sure that I get to see you guys lift up objects. Okay. First question. Which province is recognized as the world's first richest site of dinosaur bones? Alberta. <laughs> Neil lifted his hand up, and I noticed yeah. that. Uh, so I'm gonna. Sorry, uh, it's Ian. it's Alberta. Ian's right. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let give uh, Neil the point. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Troy uh, Heller uh, Provincial Park is a really famous site of a lot of dinosaur fossils. I think that's uh, where Alberta gets its dinosaur claim to fame. Have you visited it? Uh, a few times, yeah. Especially when I was a kid, I was really into dinosaurs, like all kids. Yes. What Ian? Did you have you visited that place? Uh, I have not been to Drumheller, but I I've heard of it. And okay. uh, Badlands. Badlands. 
Yeah, that's what it's referred to as. Oh, nice. What is yeah. what is your favorite dinosaur, Neil? Uh, I think I would go with Triceratops. Oh, Triceratops is mine too. Yeah. <laughs> the short one, but the strong one. Exactly. Ian, what about you? Uh, well, I guess I'd have to go with Albertosaurus, um, named after the province uh, where it was found. I love that. Okay. Next question. Are you ready with your objects? This province has the largest economy in Canada. Economy. Ooh, I think I'm going to say Ontario. You are correct. Ontario hey. does have the largest economy in Canada, and we'll get talk about a little bit more about Ontario in a little bit. But Neil, if you have to say something, do share it. Uh, yeah, I guess Ontario would probably be the largest economy because it's the most populous province. I think that probably makes sense. It's got this the most people true. in it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's interesting that it's cold as hell, but people are still willing to go. So that's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, this province has one of the largest tech hubs in North America. Ian. Vancouver, British Columbia. That is incorrect. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, the right answer is actually Ontario. Um, it Ontario. is, I, like I can give you the more, I think Tanya can give you a more specific, like our moderator can give you a more specific location of the uh, tech hub, but it's, uh, it, this is largest in North America, which is really cool because uh, usually you'd expect it to be the United States, but it's Ontario. So techies who are watching, you know where to go. Wow, interesting. Okay. I know we have some Microsoft offices downtown here and yes, a lot of video production companies around. We also have a new fancy Deloitte building yeah. that's coming up here which is like cubes sticking out um, and it's just getting constructed. So congratulations to Lloyd, I guess. Okay. Next question. Which city has the highest cost of living in Canada? City. Mm -hmm. You can say, pro uh, you can say province, but I guess city makes more sense. A little more information. This is according to the Mercer's 26th Annual Cost of Living Survey. I think I would uh, guess Vancouver. Sorry, Ian. Ian, what's your guess? My, my, best, my guess was also Vancouver. Okay. Ian and Neil, you both are right. It is hey, Vancouver. Is, yeah. Vancouver <laughs> has the highest cost of living in Canada. This question took me a while to get the right answer because... While BC may not be the high, like province-wise, BC is still doesn't have the highest cost of living. Ontario does, but Vancouver has the highest. It's they say that even like trying to, unlike Ontario or Toronto, trying to get a house, trying to buy a house in the suburbs is pretty expensive too. So that's my information. What do you guys think? Do you have anything you want to share about Vancouver? I mean, anecdotally, that makes sense. Uh, having lived in Vancouver, it's a it's a pricey place. It is a pricey place. Yeah. I haven't lived anywhere else, so I don't know. Yeah, when I when I talk to people in Toronto, they they say it's very expensive as well. I think um, Canada has a high concentration of people living in cities, and we don't have that many large cities. 
um, compared with the U.S., where there are a lot more people spread out into smaller towns and the cost of living true. is, yeah, I think a, a little bit lower by comparison. This is true. Uh, it's it's really interesting how British Columbia has it. Like you said, it's a very small concentrated population, but a lot of it in small areas. And, and we should start spreading soon. Spreading. Okay, people are getting. Huddling together for warmth because it's so cold. <laughs> it's like, like penguins. Yes. Like penguins. Okay. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we are getting a lot of comments in are under in our live chat as well. And I'm really glad people are playing. Um, okay, next question for you guys and for those of you who are watching as well. Okay, which province has the best education system? Neil? Uh, I think I would probably say in a biased way that it's Alberta. <laughs> you are correct. Yes, hey, wow. What is that based on? I think it must be like the, maybe it's the ratio of graduate, like graduation to attendance, maybe. I just know that Alberta has a really intensely focused like uh, uh, school system. And then the post-secondary is really well attended as well. So there's lots of really popular colleges and universities. This this explains why Neil's winning right now. He's just... <laughs> So well informed. Thanks to the Alberta education system. Yeah. So if you guys who are moving here had children and you want them to have good education, not that. Okay. So here's what I have to say to this. This was based on the P PISA rankings, PISA rankings from 2018. <clears throat> and Alberta won for reading. Alberta was the highest for reading and science was also Alberta. But math was, I think, British Columbia. So it's not like you're like it's not like we're duds in BC or in Ontario. It's just that in comparison, Alberta is better. So okay. don't worry. Okay. I, I feel disadvantaged in this contest now. <laughs> I can't compete with Neil with his Alberta no. education. Sorry, guys. Ian, you you get this one. You get All this right. one. Okay. I don't know how to ask. Okay. What is the, no, never mind. The great horned owl is the official bird of which province? Ian. Alberta. It is Alberta. Oh. I told you. They're so cute. Um, if you guys have a chance, Google it. They're adorable. They have like, well, they have horns, but they're made of feathers. It's very cute. Um, Great horned owl. Great horned owl. Okay, next question. Uh, sorry, uh, Neil, since you are from Alberta, have you seen it? Have you seen the bird? I've never actually seen one. I've seen pictures of them, but I've never seen one in the wild. If I had to pick like a bird for Alberta, I'd say magpies, which are kind of like crows because they're everywhere. But no, I've never seen a great horned owl. That's wonderful. Uh, they're real. I mean, not that you haven't seen it, but it's wonderful that you have so many birds. Uh, my grandmother loves birds, and she would be really happy. She really likes owls too. Ian, do you have a favorite bird? Uh, a favorite bird? I, I do like owls. Have you ever seen them where their um, their legs are extended? They actually have really long legs. 
That was, I have seen that. And look up owl legs. You need to Google this. Like, you people who are watching, you need to Google this because it's mind blowing. They have like legs, legit, like they have calves and thighs, they have legit legs and knees, I guess. Um, It's wild. I have never seen that. Cool. Thank you for bringing that up, Ian. I had never seen that before. I saw it. You're going to love it. I will love it. All right. All right. Yeah. I can pick it up. Google it, guys. People who are watching as well. Okay. Um, this is my favorite question in this trivia question. The Guinness Book of World Records for the longest beard on a living person is held by a man from which province? I'm going to guess... Uh... Albert, uh, British Columbia. Ian, you lifted your hands up. Sorry. sorry. Oh, um, I, I was also going to guess British Columbia, just because, I mean, look at Neil and I. Everyone <laughs> has beards here. We come from a long line of lumberjacks. It's the style. It's the style, guys. Um, both of you are right. And since Ian picked his hand up, I'm going to give him the point. Um yes. Because we are very diligently calculating points here. Um, so, Ian, you are correct. And Neil, you're also correct. That person is from British Columbia, and his name is Sarman Singh. He is from Surrey, and I think his beard measures over two and a, 2.1 or 2.2 meters. All right. Great, great. It's very impressive. Yes, he's, I mean, it's a living person, so he's still here. Um, but there was one, uh, I don't know the length of it, but the longest beard ever is uh, from a person who is not alive. And they even measured his beard after his death. So wow. there's that difference. Okay. Sarvan Singh, which is pretty cool. You should Google this too, guys, if you're watching. It's uh, it's amazing. Um, and your your yeah. hair continues growing after you die, right? That's what I you know, I'm glad you said that. Uh, so you... <laughs> So you can see I cut my hair and my mom is very, very protective of my hair. She does not like it when I do anything to it. I'm close to an age that I can't say, which is very obviously like way past adult, like way into adulthood. And I still don't have any control over my hair. But uh, I did speak to, like I was trying to tell her that, you know, that is, she thinks that the older we get, the hair, our hair stops growing, which is untrue. So thank you for bringing that up. Even. Um, yeah. Yeah, next time your mom complains about you cutting your hair, just say, I can grow my hair when I'm dead. So <laughs> don't worry, mom. It's going to be okay. It grows up to two weeks, apparently, after uh, after you die. All right. Okay. okay, it's not a long time, but still. Two weeks, it's really, two weeks is, it's depending on where you are, two weeks is a long time. It's like if you have COVID, two, two weeks is a very long time. It's true. Um, okay. Which province has the largest number of vegetarians and vegans in Canada? Ian? Largest population by number or by percentage? No, I mean, which, well, by popular, no, by percentage. I think by percentage. I'm, I'm going to say British Columbia. And you would be right. British Columbia does have uh, the largest number of vegetarians and vegans. It is a fact that I love because uh, when I like, I'm vegetarian. I mean, I eat the occasional seafood, but I'm mostly I prefer vegetarian food. And, um, 
where I was before in America, in the United States of America, we, we had vegetarian options, but it's not, it's not, it doesn't go beyond salad. And so it was really nice to like come here and see there's so many varieties. Like everything has a vegetarian option. It's just amazing. Are you guys vegetarian slash vegans? No? I, I, I eat everything. Not at all. Okay. But, but I have yeah. traveled with people who are vegetarians, and I know it's it's challenging in a lot of places. Um, yep. BC definitely has a lot of good options. Canada generally has good good vegetarian and vegan options. Yeah, Canada has good food. I don't know why it's not more like popular. Like you know, I watch like a lot of Netflix shows about eating <clears throat> and like chefs and like these very. Um, emotional and introspective shows about chefs but i don't like see canada there and i really want to because they we don't have that food we have to be good food guys trust me it's true and we're back so that was quite an education yeah there were definitely a few surprises there um what surprised you the most well, I'll start off by saying what didn't surprise me, that Vancouver has the highest cost of living in Canada. Yeah, tell me about it. No surprise there. That's true. I also love the sound of the dinosaur fossils and Drumheller and the Badlands. Must be such a great place to visit. What was your favorite fact? Uh, I think my favorite fact was that the official bird of Alberta is the great horned owl. Um, I did not know that. And also I thought you know, BC having the largest number of vegetarians and vegans, uh, definitely representative of the healthy style of living here. Maple syrup is vegan, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if any of our listeners would like to watch the rest of that self Live episode and learn even more interesting Canadian factoids, we'll put the link in the episode in the show notes. Yeah. And I guess that's it for a Canadian trivia episode. Actually, CJ, I have just one last question for you. Oh, really? Okay, go for it. To really put you on the spot, including Canada, how many countries is CELPIP in so far? Okay, I know this one. It's eight countries with over 70 testing locations so far, but we're expanding. So who knows, listener, by the time you listen to this, we might have even more. Actually, I think when you wrote this episode, Chris, we were only in seven countries. So things are happening. Huh, yeah, apparently. Huh, of course, I couldn't catch you out on your self-hip knowledge either. Nope, you'll have to try harder than that. So what's on for next week's pod? Next week, we're going to talk to our resident self-hip expert and frequent webinar presenter, Megan, about using vocabulary on the self-hip test. We'll talk about what the raiders are looking for and how best to build your vocabulary in preparation for the test. Oh, that sounds great. It's always nice to have Megan on the show. Um, well... I think we're out of trivia questions for each other. So again, thank you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone.